Welcome to Road to Play Podcast. I am your game master, Kent Blue. We are an actual play podcast where I play tabletop role-playing games with my friends from all over the world. So if you're ready, grab a player sheet, grab some dice, and let's roll to play. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Roto Play Podcast. My name's Kit Blue, and I am your game master here at Roto Play. So, we have, I'm getting right to it, we have a contest going on to win a copy of Kids on Bikes. There's three of the standard editions up for grabs and one deluxe edition up for grabs. It's really easy to get in on it. There's a pinned tweet on Twitter, just retweet that. There's a pinned post on Facebook, just share that. Uh, share the episode link in, on Instagram and tag at Rotoplay Podcast. Those are all worth one entry apiece. Uh, you can get two entries by emailing rotoplaypodcast at gmail.com and just giving, you know, put in the subject bar, subject bar kids on bikes giveaway or kids on bikes contest. It really doesn't really matter what you put in your subject. Uh, but in your body, just give us a one or two sentence idea for a powered character for the game. So get your entries in. You still have about a whole nother week. Uh, I'm going to cut it off uh, around 7 o'clock Central Time uh, next Wednesday. Uh, that's when I go to do my final edits. That is the 27th, I believe. I'll do the intro recording, roll some dice to pick some the winner, and we'll announce it on that episode. So you have about six days, almost a full week. To get your entries in. Do it, do it, do it. We got a, quite a few entries, but you know, not too many where your chances are slim. Uh, but like I said, this is open to U.S. residents only uh, for shipping costs. We're only going to ship within the United States. Uh, sorry about that, international listeners. Uh, I'm, going to, I'm trying desperately to put something together for international because we've had a couple contests and they, we haven't been able to include the international listeners, and I really want to. So I am working on something. But anyways... All of that out of the way. Uh, nothing else really to say. So we're going to drop you into part three, the, the finale of Havoc Brigade, featuring the players of Wait, Wait, Don't Row Me, Kristen, Andrew, Glenn, and Dave. <laughs> so yeah, the bizarre. I mean, as, as, as everyone looks up, uh, the goblins reassemble. Uh, they, they gather their trench coat. Uh, or, well, they think it's their trench coat. Really, they've just gathered, like, uh, you know, a, a rug that was being sold uh, and wrapped that around them. Wrench, <laughs> Wrench is playing with his new toy still, you know, figuring it out, figuring out what he can do with it. Uh, Moontooth is... What's Moontooth doing? Well, you know, the whole idea why we're here... <laughs> Is to get to uh, the Great Pellas, right? And he just clicked <laughs> oh, to him. Yeah. yeah, I just remembered. <laughs> so, um, you know, I guess I should do that. All right. Uh, enough's enough. <laughs> I'm going to start doing some mayhem right here. <laughs> Since I know that everyone's really <laughs> upset that animals can speak. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be the beast and start singing uh, Channel the Beast. Here he comes. <laughs> I'm going to cross that out. So that's seven, uh, actually eight. We'll say the ruck, the ruckus of everything happening. 
up to eight suspicion dice. Uh, do I have to? What do I roll again? Uh, all eight suspicion dice. Okay. So what? So what's your what's your plan? So I can assign a difficulty to it. I know okay, you're going to so channel the beast, but I'm still a bear. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, I grow a little bit of in size, you know, stature and everything, ready to sing my best score ever of the uh, telling of the beast. So I want to pull all the uh, weird forest creatures to me and and talk and, you know, bring chaos to this land and uh, a huge distraction so we can get to the great palace. All right. So it's a huge distraction. Okay, so yeah, we'll say... We're going to say you need two successes. I imagine you're going to get that pretty easily. But just, you need two. How many dice? You got seven? Yeah. Eight. All right. He's got eight. 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 One, two, three, four, five, six, eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, so... So what does that look like? Uh, so a spotlight just hits me with moonlight because it's starting to get close to night time. And he just sings, Sufficiently distinctive from The Lion King to uh, avoid lawsuit. (laughs) (laughs) That's my plan. It's the circle of life. <laughs> so yeah, creatures big and small from from the surrounding forests. Uh, there, there's. I've got the, names if you want them. Oh uh, please! The, 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 <laughs> the uh, majestic cropper comes out, just bellowing. The ubi comes out, and the bok bok comes out. All types, all actual Australian animals, and the drop bear. Job bear. <laughs> All right, yeah. So do they just like come up, come up and form around you? Uh, is that, no, they're you know? ripping people's face off. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they're they're going through the city. Uh, you know, they happen upon the parade, the the parade that that's that's winding itself around towards the Grand Palace. Uh, they're they're making the the parade, the front of the parade that that that. Uh, well, not the front because the print the prince is at the front, uh, but but near the front of the parade, you know, the, wait, it's just wait, wait, say that, say that again. Uh, near the front of the parade because the, the the prince is on the front for you know. So the prince is in the parade. He's at he's at the he's like the grand marshal of the parade. So he's not in his tower. Uh-huh. He's on his way to his to the tower for his party. Yeah. Do any more? Right, new plan. We put him in the cabin and we shoot him out of the town. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So yeah, these these animals are just making a mess of this parade. This parade that's already been that's that's already been ruined by you know the the melted ballerinas. Uh, that that's just still. I mean, the, these people didn't even have the decency to pull that float out. It's still it's still part of, part of the the procession. Uh, just. People are horrified by it, you know. People are just puking as it as it comes by because it's <laughs> it smells really bad, and it's not nice to look at either. So, but now you add on the, the these these beasts that are just just tearing into anybody that they can get their hands on, uh, and, and you know it's probably at this point that that the prince 
realizes something is is amiss uh it's probably the small bird that lands on his shoulder and and starts talking to him uh you know asking him how his day was uh what his plans are you know just general stuff like that because birds don't talk but all of a sudden as he looks over he sees other other little animals like cats and stuff chatting it up with with people uh and nobody's taking it well at all everybody's freaking out so <laughs> so so we'll cut back uh the ox your last destination was the bridge of food yeah and she was distracted by the uh the three guys that, um so i'm going to say that uh after her, after the mayhem like wore off, she probably forgot about the bridge of food. Um, make sure I'd be coming down a little bit from her, from her high, and she'll probably start looking around to see if she can see any of, you know, Moontooth or Wrench or the goblins, and see what's going on. <laughs> All right, so so we'll say that it, uh, everybody kind of you know everybody kind of assembles. Uh, because I think I think one plan that was posited at the beginning was to to get on this bridge and uh, catapult something, maybe goblins, from the bridge to the Grand Palace to the Great Palace, uh, but which would which would require some running by by the ox and, and a well timed jump and a well timed lever pull. Is that, is that still a plan? Maybe or we 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 got new plans. You guys, we'll just say you're all you're all kind of together, on, you know, near that bridge, and y'all can kind of talk out your new plan. Well, I mean, there's no point in launching ourselves into the palace if the prince is out here in the parade like some kind of jackass. Yeah, he, <laughs> well, he's on the bridge heading to the palace, so he's near the palace. All right. Um, is he near us then? If we're by the bridge? Uh, no, you, y'all are on the bridge. That's kind of between. That's that's right close to the guild of, of machinists. <laughs> This bridge. Okay. All right. And so he's, this. On, he's on the other side of the great, the great palace. Right. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Or that bridge. Yeah. All right. Can we catapult the goblins to that bridge? Because I got a, I have a cunning plan. Let's you do it. See. Yep. The cunning plan is to launch all six goblins onto that bridge, and then they will unleash their mayhem and stop Ooh. him from making, reaching the palace while everyone else catches up. That's that's my plan. Okay. Do I have to Anyone? roll or does Dave? So, okay. You have to... <laughs> Go ahead. This will be a two-part roll. It'll start with, with the ox <laughs> to make a well-timed run and jump off of this bridge to get as much distance as possible <laughs> to and pull the lever to launch the goblins. And oh then, and then if that, you know, once that happens, we'll we'll roll for the goblins to to, you know, well, enact their mayhem and and run them up. Okay. So let's see what what does Ox have that could benefit here. Well, being tough. Oh yeah. So like that probably will add a die, right? Yep. Um, none of my drives will work for this. So okay. Oh, six and a four. That's, Boom. that's good enough for me to get a good leap. The goblins have the skill of creating a distraction, and they have the drive of helping the orcs achieve their mission. So that's three extra dice. Okay. So yeah, you just need you just need a couple. Or we'll just say uh, we'll just say one success to to make a good leap. Yes. Two successes. All right. So so the goblins take flight. 
Uh, do they do they do they do a similar formation as earlier? No, they they uh, what they do is they spread out because they want to land and immediately go into mayhem. They want to run amok right when they land. All right. So yeah, they go sailing. They sail over the great palace. Uh, they look down. Uh, you know, they see a nice courtyard where a party's being set up. You know, nice, nice, lots of food, drinks, servers everywhere. They all kind of look up and see this team of goblins go flying over. Uh, they crest the other wall and land on this bridge right in front of of the grand marshal of this parade, which is which is the prince Theodore uh, as he as he's about midway through this bridge. So let's so cut the money. And land. Go, when go they ahead. land, immediately you want to go into their mayhem, which yeah. is to run amok. Yeah. So how many dice is that? Uh, we are up to nine. Okay, nine dice. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Five successes. Yeah, uh, I was I was yeah. thinking to, to to successfully run amok, you needed. Well, let's see, there, because <laughs> because there's going to be guards. The royal guards are here. Uh, which are led by Captain Goat Flash, who just has great hair, great teeth, and big muscles. Uh, they're efficient, charming, and brutal. Uh, as these goblins land, uh, they they kind of gather up. So I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll just a couple dice, two dice for them. Which no, how, how many successes did you get? Five. Oh, there's no point in me rolling. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the Royal Guard, I mean, there's there's like eight of them, and they are just, I mean, they're the best of the best in this city. But the goblins run amok, so so what does that look like uh, as the goblins run amok and meet up against this, this Royal Guard? Well, somewhere somewhere in their travels, they got a bunch of, uh, what do you call them, poppets or bomber snappers, like the kids like on 4th of July. And they just scatter, and they're throwing those things everywhere, and everything's popping and cracking, and they're... They're kicking people in their shins and punching them in their groins and pulling people's hats out of their eyes, and they're just causing a fucking a, just a well, just havoc on everyone who's on that bridge, including the prince. Yeah. So yeah, a few of the royal guard, you know, they they end up falling over the bridge and into the water, and I mean, they're wearing thick, uh, you know, heavy armor, so they sink to the bottom of the river. Uh, yeah, and, and it's just this. I mean, like like everything that happens with this havoc brigade is just a scene of chaos as these goblins are running amok on on the bridge. Uh, the prince is trying to to weave his way in and out of everything, and the royal guard is putting up a fight as well as they can. So, all right, other three that are that are back uh, back at the bridge. Well, Ox, you're in the river again because you you leapt, you know, made a, made a good valiant leap. Uh, Wrench, I will I will point out that that you are near the the Guild of Machinists. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, you know, you've got that there. If there's anything you want to do there, uh, and, and Moontooth, you you know you're there. You just watch the ox dive into into the water. Um. Okay, so she dived into the water. Um. Did you want to go first? No, go ahead. Okay. Um. So I want to help the ox because uh, I'm well aware of knowing that how powerful this person is. And, you know, being a shaman slash healer, I want to make sure she succeeds. Um, so I'm going to give her another trippy uh, 
Mushroom. <laughs> yeah. This one's a spore one, okay? Um, so I'm going to throw it, and um, it's just going to make everyone feel absolutely, completely out of this world. Uh, you can accomplish anything, so I'm going to throw that. Oh, fantastic. All right, so yeah, give a roll. You just have to get one success to make sure you... Uh, we'll say the ox is, is swimming towards the Great Palace. That was kind of her Definitely. plan. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you're, you're trying to stick it right on her back again. You know, yeah, she's still, is- even though the wound's not really bothering her, you see that wound and you know that's a good good yeah. way to get to get the drug straight into the bloodstream. So you're aiming for that. Yeah, and this um, spore is... Anything is possible, okay? So I'm going to encourage the old wave, whatever that are, is, yeah. and see that works to your favor. So I want her to feel that anything is is possible. Like, if you think it, it happens. Yeah. Okay, so an extra die for me. Sounds like you got an extra one for me. Healing magic as well, probably. Yeah. So that's, wow. Oh yeah, yeah. One success. Yeah, that's all you needed. So yeah, you you launch that thing. And, I mean, you know, you did it earlier. You're doing it again. It lands perfectly on on that open wound, and and those. I mean, the spores. <laughs> I mean, it lands in such a way that when the spores come out, a lot of it goes into that wound, and you know, the rest of it comes up over her head as she she takes a deep breath as she's swimming and just inhales those spores. And how do you feel, Ox? How do you how do you feel? Is this 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 mushroom, you know, impacts on you and, and you, and you take it in. Yeah. Well, I think she starts to, you know, swim a little faster cause she, you know, believes that she can and, and, uh, probably sees some, some colors, you know, everything's really colorful. She's feeling pretty, pretty happy, pretty optimistic about, about our plan here. This is going exactly according to plan. Pretty much no one even knows we're here. We're so stealthy. Um, so <laughs> everybody's definitely a little bit more concerned with the with the talking animals. <laughs> so yeah, she's just feeling just really really good and pretty strong and uh, a little giggly as well. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, she swims even harder and and we'll say, you know, very shortly she reaches the Grand Palace and begins to I mean scale the walls of it to get up yep. there she hears the she hears everything that's happening on the bridge so she's definitely making her way there so we'll cut back over to wrench uh wrench what what's up with wrench you're you're on the bridge you know that i mean it you know the guild of machinists is is over there if if you're concerned with that or you can do you know you can ma- start making your way to the great palace whatever you want to do yeah no i just just on the way to the bridge, right there, we passed the great or the Guild of Machinists, and uh, and I mean, there's there's a bunch of machine shops, and there's some dumpsters out behind them, walking through this alley. I'm just gonna, you know, dump, jump in uh, a couple of these dumpsters and grab some of the scrap steel that you know looks pretty good on my way through. Yeah, do a little dumpster diving. Sounds good to me. <laughs> So I'm just going to roll a die to see how much stuff you come up with. Right, you come up with four unique items from the, from this machinist guild Ooh. dumpster stuff stuff they deemed was was not worth keeping and tossed out. So you you come up with four things. So you can you can tell us about them now, or you can kind of put them together and, and bring them up a little bit later. Whatever you want. To do. 
Alright, uh, well, I'll just let you know I have some scrap steel, but the rest will come later. Okay. Sounds good. Alright, goblins. Uh, you're, 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 you know, you're, you're running amok still, uh, but, but, you know, the, 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 the rural guard's putting up a good fight. Um, and, and, you know, you're kind of, you're, you're losing a little bit of steam. So, so the amok has run out, but you still, you still have, a, you know, you still know how to fight. You still know how to, how to use your claws and teeth. So, uh, what's going on as, as now that, that, that you've run amok, you're kind of coming down off, off of the mayhem high. And, and then, you know, you've got, you've got the prince sitting there, but the royal guard has kind of got him, got him in a protective circle. So, uh, what we do is we we take some straw that we found earlier, and we light it on fire at the base of the gate to the Great Palace. You light on fire and what? So, we, we take the straw that we found earlier, and we yeah. put it all over... At the, I'm over here. We put it all over uh, in front of the gate to the Great Palace, and we light it on fire. All right, yeah. So, you kind of create a barrier there of fire? Exactly. All right. Uh, yeah, so just, you know, roll, get, get at least one success to make that go off without a hitch. Let's see here. Uh, we'll go with, again, we'll use helping the orcs achieve their mission. Okay. And creating a distraction. Nice. So that's four dice. Okay. Yeah. One success. Yeah. So yeah, you you use this straw that you picked up, and and it gets a good blaze going. The gate actually, it's a you know, there's a wood gate, and it starts to catch on fire. So yeah, you've definitely blocked their path uh, uh, of entering. And so as, as the goblins do this, you know, I, do they all six of them work together, or maybe just a couple of them? Well, four of them distract while two of them light yeah. the gate on fire. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so the four, how how are they distracting? What are, what what are they doing to distract the the royal guards and? They're river dancing, uh, with arms arms linked together, and they're just you know dancing. You know how yeah. you do. Excellent. Yeah, and you know this is a dance that that no one's ever seen. And you know Prince. <laughs> Uh, Prince Theodore is way into it. He loves it. I mean, he's standing up, he's clapping, he's trying to mimic the moves. I mean, he is. He is, is he's laughing and clapping his hands because yeah, I like that. Yeah, he's he's doing exactly that. He is way into this dance. I mean, he 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 leans over to his to his royal advisor and he's like, we, we he's like, pay pay close attention to this because we're definitely going to use this. Uh, well, if we all make it out of this alive and the animals don't rise up against us, uh, because I don't know what that shit's about, but we're definitely going to use this in our, in our spring gala this year. So, so make note of this, this goblin dance that you're seeing and, and, and train our best dancers to do it. And so about this time, uh, we're going to say the ox makes, makes her way around. Uh, how many successes did you get on that, Dave? One. One. Okay. So the ox, <laughs> the ox makes her way around, pulls herself up onto the bridge, just feeling like she can conquer, conquer the world. Uh, and yeah, she comes, she stands up, and she comes face to face with, with uh, Captain Goldflash, whose great hair and great teeth, and I mean, not even wearing armor because his muscles are so big, and he's got this, he's just gripping this big warhammer. War uh, so she pulls herself up over the wall and 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 comes face to face with this guy and she's thrilled because one of her drives is to fight a a powerful enemy champion and um, 
she's definitely, you know, her adrenaline's going and she's, she's high as shit from this mushroom. And, uh, so as she, she, uh, kind of bends over hands on her knees and, and she's dripping wet and she just starts laughing at him. And then, um, yeah, then she's going to hit him with her enormous sword. All right. Well, he, he's going to, he, he pulls out his sword and, uh, he, he grips it really tight and the thing and it, and flames shoot up and it lights on fire. So he, he's got a magical sword that, that he's ready to, to engage in combat with you. So I'm going to roll three dice against you. Wow. Okay. Well, fuck that. I wish I could show you. I rolled a two, two, and a three. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think I think that just translates into they have a nobody gets a hit on each other, but they mm-hmm. you know they kind of center of attention as they're going around. You know, swords are clashing. You know, the swords are sparking from where the ones on fire, and they just have this this just glorious like battle just matching each other uh, here on this bridge as, as everything else is going on. Yeah, I think she's distracted a little bit by the by the flames. Yeah, so nobody lands a blow, but it it is definitely a battle that will be spoke about, uh, primarily by the animals that that probably take <laughs> over this city afterwards. But <laughs> all right, Moontooth and uh, Moontooth and Wrench, we'll we'll go back to you guys. I imagine y'all are probably still still probably close to each other. Yeah. So so what what's the what's the plan of this the, these buddies I think it's kind of they're, they're kind of like in their own little buddy cop movie you know I, I'm 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 tired of just walking so slow so like I grab all this scrap steel that I have and a couple wheels and I just I I I have I have this desire to just move faster so <laughs> so I throw this little wagon together this sh- sh- shanty wagon that has enough <laughs> enough space for uh, me and Moontooth here <laughs> to uh, get going. So I strapped this motor on it. <laughs> oh, God, kids. So, so I'm going to use the motor, the scrap steel. What's the worst thing? I to go fast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my welding torch, if I need to, there's, there's weld this all together. There's a lot going on. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, and my skill I mean, you don't really have any opposition, so really, you just need one success. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes, please. One. So that should be four. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Three successes. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. I got this little uh, shanty wagon that we're gonna hop on, and we're gonna cruise towards uh, where uh, the goblins are. Yep. So yeah, you, you get put together. You climb in, y'all. You start cruising down the street, just you know, going fast. Uh, at one point, you come up next to to this other this other shant- this other wagon that's kind of souped out uh, at, at 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 a stoplight of all things in the city, uh, and. <laughs> You know, you decide to have you know you give each other the look, and you're definitely going to have a drag race here. Uh, you each take off, and uh, you reach down, you you pull a lever on, on the on the on the engine, and yeah, you blow by him, and uh, you grab his pink slip, so you own that that thing now. Whenever you want to come pick it up, and you make your way around, you you hit a wicked jump and jump over the river and uh, land in the Elven Quarter. Uh, hit your handbrake, uh, spin it around, and you're right there at the base of the bridge. All right, cool. 
Awesome. And yeah, some of the royal guard they hear you. They hear you. Your your tires uh, as they as they squill up, and a cup you know a couple of the royal guard peel off and, and come to deal with you. Okay. Um, so Moontooth sees um, a great opportunity. He uh, reaches into his uh, his uh, pouch of uh, weird forest uh, animals. And he brings out the flake. Um, the flake is like a spider-like creature. Just think of um, aliens, like the uh, the face hugger. And this thing continuously screams, like real high pitch, and really irritates human beings. And just just a <laughs> just that's that's his whole goal in life to uh, reproduce and scream. That's all it does. So he <laughs> flings that at the guards. All right. I'm going to roll just one die for for the guards to see if they get out of the way of yet another screaming thing in the city. I get three because it's being spooky. <laughs> I love that a theme of this game is definitely screaming. Two successes. I only wrote a three, so yeah. <clears throat> Tell us what that looks like as this as this uh, face hugger screaming monstrosity comes flying out at, at the royal guard. Yeah, so um, he uh, Moontooth flings this uh, from uh, where he's perched, and it just bounces a couple of times, and uh, then it unfoils, and it's a cute little spider, just really cute, and then. It just unfoils all six legs and just this thing is huge mouth and just goes, <laughs> just terrifies everyone. And it just runs after people and starts gnawing on their legs. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the we'll Royal Guards. The Royal Guards see this and, and they take off. I mean, they they did not sign up for this shit. Uh, you know, they, they, they check they they run off. They check their their job description and dealing with screaming six legged uh, weird ass things is definitely not in their job description. So they take off. Yes. I just want to say that I was out my front porch just now, but the sliding door is open so I can still hear everything. And it's just like quiet chatter, quiet chatter, quiet chatter. <laughs> <laughs> I just really hope anyone walking by is like, what the fuck is going on in there? That's the fluke. <laughs> All right, goblins, let's check back in with you. You've you've lit a good fire. You you I mean you've got everybody stopped on the bridge. So what the six goblins want to do is they want to run to the prince, kick his legs out from under him, pick him up, and all six of them want to run through the crowd with the prince and carry him out through the crowd. All right. Over the bridge, back towards the others. All right, that sounds good. I'm going to roll three dice because you know the royal guard. That's their main job is is to, to protect the prince. So they're going to be trying to do that. The few that are right. left. So I'm going to add one for swarming over blokes. Uh, I'm going to add. Oh, you know what? In the process, they want to send their trained hedgehog to uh, distract some of the guards somehow. Of course. So I'm gonna have, naturally, as you, as you know, I do. So I'm gonna add that, and then um, that's all I got. So I got three dice. All so right. Three on. I use that. All right, here goes. Uh, 
Um, so there were no successes amongst my ties. I got one. So, uh, yeah, we're going to say that, that, I mean, six goblins have made it so, this far. But uh, one of them, one of them, it, it doesn't make it out. You know, they they go they go to grab the prince. They they make it up onto the barge, uh, which you know the, this barge is 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 elaborate. It's got different tiers. It ends you know at the top. It's got just a throne that he sits up on. Uh, there's dancers that have been dancing this whole time because he paid them to dance. They're not going to stop dancing. So the goblins are making their way through that. Uh, the royal guards trying to get him down, and as they get up to the top. The prince does the one thing he knows what to do. He takes two fingers and just jabs them right into the goblin's eyes. Gets his fingers in there and wiggles them around. Snot the cleric is is immobilized and no longer helpful to the group. And he he tumbles off the bridge blind. Tumbles off, hits the water. Yeah, and just sinks to the bottom, you know. And a really big fish eats him. Yeah, big, <laughs> big fish just takes him into its belly. It's very tragic. So, so the goblin, the goblin recruitment flare goes up into the sky, and a goblin from from the Applewood Forest sees it and starts making his way because all goblins know when you see when you see the the goblin recruitment flare that that there's goblins in need. Well, the the guide says that they're if all spells, they're going to be good food for the rest of the party. So yeah, their expectations weren't so high. All right, Ox, you're you're still engaged in this battle. Yes. Yeah, I think uh, she's going to try to get the upper hand on him here. So, and I think she's going to try to intimidate him a little bit and start shouting. All right. So yeah, in the middle of this, the 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 flaming sword, the flame is extinguished. So so it is just dealing with a regular sword now. So I'm gonna roll okay. two dice against you. Yay! Three successes. All right. I only got one, so I only can't I cancel out one of yours. So that's two. So what so what does that look like as you're as you're dealing with Captain Goldflash? You know this this fight continues. How do you get the better of them? Yeah, well, I think that the the flame goes out, and uh, in the in the background, she kind of sees Binbon, you know, stand standing over out outside of uh, harm's reach, and you know she doesn't know if it, if it's really happening or if it's just because she's high as shit from this mushroom. But uh, but Binbon seems to wink at her. And it just gives her all this confidence that she, you know, that she needs. And so she's able to overpower the enemy. And uh, I think she just stabs him in the gut, just takes him down. Yeah, she she drives that, that sword in. And, you know, it, she takes out Captain Goldflash. And, you know, one of the royal guard who was, was, you know, Goldflash was his mentor, teaching him how to fight, seeing his... Seeing his, his just he idolizes Goat Flash to be taken down by this this orc, just I mean it just it demoralizes him and he drops his sword and and turns and just walks away. Just walk, calmly walks away. Just calmly yep, walks just in the middle of all as, this chaos. Yep, chaos is erupting around him and he's just walking away. Well, I never. <laughs> so how close how close am I now to the prince? 
Uh, you're probably at the base at the base of, of his of his float. You know, a couple of royal guards are you know still there to deal with you, but but you're, you're definitely close enough where you can you're within grabbing distance. Or well, not, well, yeah, with a good jump, you could probably get up on there. You can get to him. Okay, I think I definitely want to do that. Unless uh, Andrew and Glenn, is there anything you guys want to do first? I don't want to mess up your plans. Yeah, let's check in with uh, with uh, Moontooth. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, I'm just want to completely do chaos, and that's what I'm good at doing. You know, chaos. Um, <laughs> I want to uh, transform myself into the lava bear. So that's uh, the thunder bear cloak, and I'm just spitting out lava all over the pa- place. So I'm just like, <laughs> just lava spittle going everywhere. So just utter chaos with animals, the Narsavenia going on. It's just, it's just doing what I do best. All right. Yeah, I think, you know, you're good at this. So just give one success uh, to make to make that all happen. So one, two, and spin, Yes. Yep. One. Yep. One success. All right. Excellent. So that that happens. Uh, yeah. This bear is just you know spewing out lava. Tell us. Tell us what. The, I mean, what 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 implications? What effects does that have? Um, yeah. So any guard reinforcements? Anyone that's trying to uh, save uh, the prince or anything? It's just they are seeing a lava bear. Spilling out no it's just just disgusting lava it's just you don't want to go near that <laughs> yeah yeah I mean that's even what, what one of the guards says he you know one of the other guards is about to run forward and he's like he holds him out. It's like no no you, you don't want to go anywhere near that <laughs> all right wrench what have you got for us wrench You've, you've got a I'm lot of different things that you've been picking up along the way. Yeah, and I'm good at them all. I'm just looking at this 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 thing just shooting out lava, and I'm waiting for Kristen to do her thing. I'm just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ride this out and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> all right, Ox. Okay, well, Ox is definitely going to going to jump on the uh, on the float and go straight for the prince she's not even interested in the other in the other guards i mean you know maybe she knows somewhere in the back of her mind that they might attack her but she's she's feeling so good from defeating that enemy that was one of her drives and she's uh she's you know still high from this mushroom which is making her feel like anything is possible so she's just going to go straight for the for the prince um do you mean to roll something to grab this guy uh, just make a roll just to see if you get up through there. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to roll a couple just for, or for the, or I'm going to roll one for the one guard who's going to try to get in your way. Okay. Just what you want me to roll one, right? Uh, well, you roll hitting stuff, being tough. Okay. Yeah, you're going to get okay. quite a few dice. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, four successes. All right. I didn't, I rolled a one, so I didn't cancel out anything. <laughs> oh, <laughs> So yeah, you 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 get up there and your four successes uh, in the game. I mean that 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 defeats the morale of this this section. 
So you, I mean, you do, you can get up there and get the guard. I mean, you can get up there and get the prince, you know, just tell us how it happens, what it looks like. You'll take out any guards that get in your way. And... Yeah. I mean, if, I think one of the guards, you know, starts to, starts to come towards me. And so I just pick him up by his, by his throat and I throw him into the other guard and knock them off the, knock them off the float completely. And, um, I don't know how many guards there are, but I don't think anyone's going to bother me after seeing, after seeing that happen. Um, and I'm probably, I've probably got some blood on me from my last few fights. So I think she's looking pretty intimidating at this point. Um, and then she's going to take the prince by the neck and say, you're coming with me. And then we're going to, she's just going to walk out of there. She's, she's pretty confident yeah, at he this doesn't. point. He doesn't fight against you, actually. You know, whenever she says you're coming with me, he he grabs the the several lengths of chain and straps himself to her back. You know, like like yes, in the catapult. Yeah, yeah. He 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 hunkers down in the catapult, uh, ties the chains around himself. You know, he he doesn't tie himself to the catapult, but he's sitting in it and has himself uh, nice and bound up. All right, and uh, uh, Moon and Run, you guys are. Close, right? We're all together. Oh yeah, Most yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, this is the uh, the mission, so of course. Okay, okay. So, uh, uh, so yeah, so the ox just we so we have the prince, and then uh, wrench. How are we gonna get? How are we gonna get back? You gonna build another boat? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got a nice set of wheels. The, the, <laughs> And and technically won another set of wills in a, in a wicked street race. Um. So during that time when the ox was off, I was building this steel kind of thing that looked like a suit of armor, but in pig shaped. <laughs> it's kind of like a RoboCop pig, but anyway. So Kristen's pig fits inside of it. Yes. And there's a rock engine strapped to it and a saddle on the front. Yes. That, that has leg shackles. Anyway, so we shackle the prince into this <laughs> suit of armor that the pig is going to go into. <laughs> I love that. And we're going to rocket the pig back to our encampment obviously obviously, obviously. That, i mean that's what the the gyroscope's for the targeting gyroscope so we put that in there and we're just going to shoot the pig back and we're all just going to roll back in in a wagon in our little carts yes please i love this plan so yeah, you know that that goes on. No, no rolling required because you've you've accomplished your mission. You have you have the prince, so that all happens. Uh, you know the the prince is launched, and you all load up in, in, in the uh, the the cart. Uh, the five goblins that are left, and uh, the three orcs all load up and enjoy a nice drive through this city that's erupting in chaos. Uh, as you go down the streets, you notice the animals are gathered in groups uh they're not really doing anything but they are gathered in groups talking uh with 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 nefarious looks in their eyes as as you make your way outside of freeburg and, and head back towards the green forest uh to 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 go back to the orc camp so let's let's wrap up with with 
what what happens? You know, the celebration uh, that happens whenever you all roll back into the orc camp. The prince has already been uh, been delivered via via the uh, the RoboCop pig suit. And so, what does that celebration look like? Yeah, so there's lots of food, and fires, and uh, probably a lot of orcs, you know, fighting and wrestling, and it's just probably kind of like a feasting hall. Um, yeah, Moontooth, um, he's getting uh, all these human uh, prisoners one by one. He's uh, slitting their throats. And uh, with the blood, he mixes it with a compound of um, uh, shrooms, magic mushrooms, and making new weird forest magic mushrooms for the next adventure. <laughs> Even weirder than these? Oh, very weird. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Goblins, how... how um... <laughs> I imagine there's there maybe maybe not maybe there's a mourning period uh, for for the for uh, the lost cleric. Uh, you know what? We're really over it. Like there's another goblin like soft in the way out. Was like, oh hey guys, enjoying. And we're like, we for, we already forgot about uh, snot the cleric. Like who cares about that guy? And he, <laughs> he yeah he says that well it, uh, you know conveniently my name is Flim and I'm a cleric. <laughs> Perfect. He's even better than Snot. So yeah, the, there's a big celebration that goes into the night. Uh, everybody's happy inside the tent. Uh, Terry, the 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 interrogator, has has the prince strapped to his table. He's doing unspeakable things to him, and, and, and you know the prince reveals he reveals all of the all all of the military secrets that the humans have, uh, and with this knowledge. Uh, you know the 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 orcs, they they can begin concocting plans, and, and uh, the Grand Warlord Skull Smasher is very pleased. He 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 orders a statue of each of you uh, erected erected in in the the main orc city back back wherever that is. Uh, so so what do each of your statues look like? Well, we'll this will be kind of our closing. What you know as the camera pulls in on these these statues what, what do they look like uh so uh moontooth uh his uh, statue is um a bear and it's continuously on fire so uh goblins every day have to make sure uh a bonfire <laughs> is lit so it's on fire if not um they will die yeah so the ox wants her statue to to really depict exactly you know how how she was how she looked when this went down so she's describing this to the person who's going to create the the statue and and they are they are looking at her with disbelief but obviously she's so big they're not going to question her so her statue is is going to be you know at least seven feet tall and and she has chains around her and this catapult strapped to her back and and uh, little Bin Bon is there, and her enormous sword, which she has decided she needs to be, on, to be fire. on fire. And, uh, and uh, yeah. yeah, she wants to be in the middle of it all. All right. All right. My statue is this just great mechanical just monstrosity of <laughs> gears and cogs. And at the very top, you know, there, there's, there's, there's wrench, but... 
but there's this big cog that spins around and around and keeps going. And uh, at, on one side of it, there's this uh, this robo-looking pig with a rocket ship that, that, that <laughs> rotates up and then rotates down and then rotates up and rotates down. Yes, please. Beautiful. And then at the end of the row, after all these statues, there's a placard that says, and some goblins or whatever. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that was Havoc Brigade. And that was Havoc Br- Brigade. Damn it. Whatever. <laughs> that was that game by Grant Howitt about orcs. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Uh, thanks for playing, you guys. Well, that was yeah. fun. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> a lot of fun. Yeah, it went, it went you know, pretty well, pretty, pretty much as I expected it to. So. <laughs> All right, uh, so yeah, someone, someone, vol- uh, not Kristen, because she's going to talk about something else, but one of you others talk about, wait, wait, don't roll me. I guess that's me. Yeah. Wait, wait, don't roll me is the intermittent podcast uh, that is published highly intermittently, um, focusing on dice-up RPG games, but also whatever other games we feel like playing, which are often Grant Howitt games, such as... Uh, did he do Honey Heist? He did Honey Heist, he didn't did he? did Honey Heist, yep. We played Honey Heist. Uh, we've done Lasers and Feelings, as well as um, some dice-up hacks of Lasers and Feelings, including Wits and Chivalry, and uh, Truth and Daring, which are both a lot of fun. Sometime in the near future, I swear to almighty Jeebus that uh, uh, Wits and Chivalry 2 will come out on our podcast. I swear. That's 100% on me. No one else has any influence on this whatsoever. It's completely a Dave thing. I'll do it. I swear. Uh, yeah, so uh, www.drm.podbean.com. Wait, wait, don't roll me. Yep, definitely go listen to the episodes that are up. They're all very, very good. All right, Glenn, uh, Andrew, anything y'all want to add in? Uh, thanks for having me. And um, this has been a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, definitely want to do this again. This Absolutely. is really good. Absolutely. I had so much fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just uh, thanks for having us. All right, Kristen, I'm gonna I'm gonna have you talk about. Uh, Tim talked about it when he was on a couple weeks ago, but definitely I want to I want you to talk about. Yeah. So uh, so Tim and I uh, have t- teamed up with uh, Shem Phillips of Garfield Games. So Garfield Games and and Dice Up Games are making a uh, a role playing game, uh, North Sea Epilogues. Um, and it's based on Shem's um, very successful and amazing board games, the North Sea board games. So if you haven't checked those out, you definitely should. They're they're fantastic. They're a lot of fun. Um, and the Kickstarter should be coming out later this year. We're aiming for August or September, but definitely definitely in a few months here. So we're really excited. Yeah, I'm really excited. Just when the artwork has, you know, the artwork that they released is really cool. Uh, really, really just. Uh, awesome artwork. Uh, yes. So I'm very, very excited for it. I can't wait to play it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, the artwork is fantastic. Very talented artists that uh, Garfield Games has been working with for a long time. So we're, we're thrilled to be able to partner with them. Are you guys the part of the, the test? The um, oh, Play testers? Yeah. Andrew and I help play test it. It's a lot of fun. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. We did a, we did a series of games on weeknights which was insane but it was fun anyway so that that goes to show you even if you're playing on Tuesday night it's fun yeah uh, Dave and Andrew playtested this game specifically but the mechanics um, everyone has playtested for about two and a half years now Glenn included Uh, they have playtested 
many changes and ported many characters. So it's it's been a work in progress, but I think we're in a good spot now. Yeah, it sounds like it's really been put through its paces and, and fine honed and, and finely tuned. So partially thanks to these guys. <laughs> Hooray. Always mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I think that's a good place to wrap up. So again, thank you all very, very much for, for coming on and playing this, this game with me. Uh, it was a ton of fun. Thank you so much. All right. And that wraps up Havoc Brigade. I really hope you enjoyed it. I had so much fun running this game and the players were, were all just perfect, just perfect, perfect, perfect for this game. But anyways, real quick reminder on that contest that you still have just under a week to enter. Retweet the pin tweet on Twitter. Uh, share the pinned status on Facebook. Share the episode link in, on Instagram and tag at Rotoplay Podcast or email rotoplaypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, kids on bikes contest in your subject and give us a one or two sentence idea for a powered character for kids on bikes that's up to five entries you can get you're going to want to get on this we got one of the deluxe edition copies of kids on bikes to give away and three of the standard edition copies of kids on bikes to give away thank you again renegade games for offering up these prizes everybody make sure you go out and thank renegade games all right with that uh get out there be your best self for sure. Just whatever you think your best self is, be it. Uh, you, 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 you won't be disappointed in what you find in yourself. Have fun and roll to play. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Visit roll2playpodcast.com for more information. R-O-L-L-2playpodcast.com Like us over on Facebook at Roll2PlayPodcast. Follow us on Twitter at Roll2PlayPod. Have a question or comment? Email us at road2playpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to play with a game with us, just hit us up on any of our social media and let us know. And lastly, our music is the intro track from the Spellbreaker EP by Tritachion. Visit soundcloud.com slash Tritachion. <laughs>